Do you struggle with mental health or know someone who does? Join Gabrielle and Cherise as they discuss all things mental health. Each episode will be packed with information on coping, healing, and living a well-balanced life. We hope you join us in session. Hello and welcome back to In Session Podcast. I am Gabrielle and I'm joined with my co-host Sharice and we're excited to talk to you guys today, right? So I think that this one's going to be all about current events because there are plenty of them. When you think about current events and what's going on, where's your head? There is so much going on right now and I think, you know, anytime I think about, you know, current events, one after another, I immediately think about how is that impacting people's mental health. Not only the people who are going through whatever yeah. the current event is, but the people who are watching it and who might feel like they can't do anything to help. Yep. Definitely a struggle. So what are your thoughts on current events right now? Honestly, I, I'm the same way. And honestly, I didn't think this or that I would be this way, but I'm such a person who gets affected by like what media is showing. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, for example, at COVID-19, that's big. And I see that everywhere. Um, I think last year it was the Black Lives, Ma- mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter and just seeing like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, that really affected me. And so I started dialing back then. Mm-hmm. But then like this year rolled around and now we have everything going on in Afghanistan and then the pandemic is flaring up again. And I honestly have to like mute certain news channels now because I, I find myself getting afraid or I find myself getting like anxious. And I'm a therapist, so mm-hmm. I'm like, if I know the tools, what are people doing who, who don't? Exactly, and I think we talked about this when in another episode when COVID was really rampant, mm-hmm. about how you know you feel like if you watch the news, you're really in control because you're staying on top of what's going yeah. on. You know, I'm knowledgeable, and while yes, that's good, too much news can really make you very anxious because you feel hopeless. You yeah. feel like one after another, you know, something is, is continuously happening, and you can't really have anything to, to help yeah. or to do with it, and so... Yeah. I always tell my clients who are experiencing anxiety when it comes to current events and what's going on is to really limit your intake to how much you're observing because we have our phones, we have the television, Mm -hmm. we have people talking about it. We can't just engross ourselves in that all the time and not think that it's going to affect us. Yep. I kind of laugh and make a joke, but like all of my clients probably are like, ooh, what's her favorite word? Balance, right? (laughs) But I do. I like the word balance. And this is funny too, because I'm a Libra and you know, Libras are known (laughs) for like being the scale. scale. So I guess that's why. Maybe I should have named my practice balance. I don't know. But love balance. And I think you have to like get enough to be educated, but not so much that you become consumed. Mm -hmm. And so for example, with the stuff going on in Afghanistan, I don't want to be completely ignorant to where I don't know anything. But I can't watch it every day, all day, because then I get disheartened. So I have to find that sweet spot where, like, I know something and I'm educated on this enough, Mm -hmm. but I'm not just researching and digging into something. I don't know if you've seen it with, like, clinical work. If someone has, like, health anxiety, they'll start, like, Googling, might have a headache and am I dying, (laughs) you know? yeah. Yes, and so with health anxiety, you know, and things like that where you're Googling, you're being your own doctor, Mm -hmm. it provides immediate relief in the moment because you you feel like you're understanding what's going on. Oh, I have this symptom. Let me look it up and see what I can do about it, right? But then it only works for that moment, yep. and it comes back again, and it's like, you know, what the heck? Like, I still have the <laughs> symptom, you know, what yeah. do I do? And so you go back to Google, and your anxiety just keeps going. Yes. But I, I love balance. You know, I'm very selective about what type of media I intake, and like so that. sometimes I'll be specific on what news I watch, or I'll go on YouTube and type in what I want to get from the news so that Got I'm it. not bombarded with random things. Cause exactly. Because I turn on the news, 
and I saw the people in Afghanistan mm-hmm. clinging to the airplane, yeah. and that, I cannot handle that, right? Yeah. And so that was too much for me. Yes, I want to understand what's going on, but stuff like that can be triggering, and so I would exactly. say be really selective about what you are intaking. I like that, selective intake, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we're honest, sometimes for those of us who you know ever struggle with being positive, most of the times we're selectively picking out the things in the day that are bad, right? So we're like in, ingesting, like you said, all this negativity or all this kind of just sad stuff. And if we're not selective to say, no, I need to choose joy. No, I need to choose things that inform me, but don't highlight people falling off the plane and, you know, children are dying, et cetera, et cetera. It helps us have more control over the direction our thoughts are going to go. Mm-hmm. I've been really battling with this idea that we get to tell our thoughts where to go. And that if we allow, to, like I guess, media to tell us what's going on, we give that right up. Do you agree with that? I do agree with that. And so what you're saying is that if we kind of don't limit our intake and we're just letting it come into us, our thoughts are kind of guided by that. Exactly. That saying? Yes. Yes, I believe that to be true. And so the one thing that you can have control over, and we just said it, was limiting your intake. Because if you're getting all this negative intake and you're allowing that to just come in and fill your day, yeah. your thoughts are going to go more towards the negative. Like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. Oh, now look, this just yep. happened. It's like, where's the hope? Where's the positivity? There isn't any to fill your day. Exactly. And I think it even boils down, like, I'm real simple and practical, right? But so if if we think about, like, the analogy, oh, think about a red car, right? And so, like, you're driving on the highway, (laughs) looking for a red car, looking for a red car. More than likely, you're going to start seeing all these red cars. And then if someone switches it, oh, find a black car. Okay, I'm going to find a black car. It's the same thing, right? So if we're selective enough, like, okay, yeah, I want to look at, like you said, YouTube about Afghanistan or YouTube, this current event. But let me be selective because otherwise all you're going to see is this like just row of negativity Mm -hmm. and things that could be triggering. And so right now I think things are pretty triggering for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. What do they do? Because it's everywhere. I mean, anytime you turn on the news, social media, it's there. What do you do? I would say you have to, with your example of the red car and the black car, right? you have to find ways to fill your time with joy okay right and so if you're getting all this intake of negativity and you get caught in that cycle of I need to be informed and I feel really guilty if I'm not informed you're going to be filled with a lot of negativity and it's going to be harder to get out of that cycle to find the positive so you're going to get sucked in really quick and so I would say create a limit for yourself of this is how much intake I'm going to get I feel informed I feel okay but then what else am I adding to my day that's positive okay and what's going to fill my time with things that I enjoy I like that I like that whole bunch I think we're talking a ton about like selection and when you think about triggers, one, we need to know what those are. Mm-hmm. And so I would tell anybody, pay attention to how you feel when you're like scrolling on social media or if you're watching something. And even if you think, oh, this is information that I need to know, like the COVID numbers, for example, like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with knowing maybe what the hot spots are. But if you find yourself getting really like nervous or anxious or like, I just want to stay in this house and I feel unsafe. That may not be something that you want to keep watching. So pay attention to how you feel because I don't really walk walk around thinking like, oh, this is a trigger for me. But now I'm able to say, hey, every time I watch this or every time I hear this, I start getting really, really stressed. And so now I'm irritable and now mm-hmm. I'm snappy with people. Right. Maybe it's because of what I'm what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. So like she said, set some limits. And then if something is triggering you or causing you to have you know some feelings in your body, it's okay to say, no, I'm not going to, you know, do that. Find your lane. I'm not, a, I'm not an activist in the way that a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. I want to be educated, but I can't be on the front lines. I don't exactly. think I'm mentally able mm-hmm. to, to do that. 
Yeah, so I love that. It's accepting where you are, accepting what you can't handle. And I also think it's if you're the type of person that can handle things and yeah. want to be on the front lines, do what you can do, but leave the rest, you know, Absolutely. To, to, out of your hands. You yeah. can't take it all in, right? And so I have clients, of course, who are nervous about COVID and, you know, the vaccine. Do I get it? Do I not get it? Negative effects. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know what the positive side effects are. And so you can just do your research, be mm-hmm. informed, and make the best decision for you, for you yeah. right? And then you can also take your precautions, social distancing, wearing your mask. Mm-hmm. And if you tell yourself, hey, I'm doing all that I can do right now to make sure that I'm the safest. Yes, there's still a possibility that something can affect me, but I'm doing all that I can. I think that's what, you know, you should focus on. Yep. And I feel like, at least in my practice, I see a ton, even in my personal life, where sometimes we believe, like, if I'm doing all all that I can, I should get a certain outcome, Mm -hmm. right? And I wish that that was true. I wish that if I controlled everything and I did things a certain way, I could guarantee outcomes. But the reality is I can't. The only thing I can guarantee is what I do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like with the mask and the washing of the hands and the sanitizing, I hope that that's enough, right? Mm -hmm. But I know people who clean and everything like that, and they still got COVID. So what am I saying? I'm not saying that to scare you, but I'm just saying that to say no amount of control is going to determine an outcome. Mm -hmm. You can only determine your effort, Mm -hmm. you know? So kick the worry to the curb. Keep the obsession to the curb and say, I can't change it. So I could either spend my time upset that I can't change it or accept that, okay, I can do me and I have to hope that that's enough. Right. I love that you said like no amount of worry can (laughs) make sure the control is there, right? I wish it could, but it can't. It can. And so worry is actually a form of control. I was reading a book and I was like, like yeah, it is. Because if you can't do anything else, guess what you can always do? Worry. You can always worry. Things can always be going through your head. And so if you're not doing anything else and you feel like you're worrying, that's you having a handle on the situation. But it's actually going to get out of control. Mm -hmm. It feels really in control. But I would just say if you find yourself excessively worrying, Mm-hmm. Try to take your mind off it by doing other things, doing other coping mechanisms, yeah. talking about it, sitting with what you're feeling, but then also being able to let that go. Yes. And especially with like COVID, for example, since we can't control the virus and how it's mutating on all of that, find activities that are safe for you to do, right? Like, okay, I'm going to learn how to sew or I'm going to get a coloring book or a crossword puzzle or go out and enjoy nature, right? It doesn't change that there's a pandemic, but it does change what you're doing with your time. So I'm encouraging you to find stuff to do with your time because current events, again, we can't control what's going on in Afghanistan or anywhere else. So what can I do that maybe make me feel better even just a little bit? Exactly. And I think, you know, those those ideas are great. And so finding things that you really enjoy. I know when you get into that cycle of negativity, it's like nothing seems enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And so when you first get into it, whether I'm coloring or I'm doing crossword puzzle or I'm doing this or that, it's like this is not really entertaining. (laughs) I feel unable to focus, like reading a book. I can't concentrate. But I always tell my clients, give yourself like five minutes of activity. Just Mm -hmm. do it for five minutes. Love it. Normally that lets you get into the habit of doing it. And then you find it like, oh, five minutes is up, I still want to continue doing this. Yeah. But I think when it's like a task that you have to do, like, oh, I need to do my crossword puzzle for today, it seems like it's like a daunting mm-hmm. task. And it's, you know, maybe last time you did it, it wasn't as fun. Yeah. And so I would just say, like, try and just get into it slowly instead of just immersing yourself into something and like forcing that. yourself to do, you know, something that is should be fun. Yeah. I think that, like, current events, obviously the word current, so they're always going to kind of be reoccurring. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you think that there needs to be like I guess a ban on how what the news reports because I feel like I know at one point I forgot what it was called but they were talking about how news channel and just the media coverage it kind of skews things one way do you think it's a reliable source anymore for people or 
Mm, I think news tells us what they want us to know. Got it. I think that you can find other news sources other than like just the hardcore news. So like yeah. Twitter actually has a lot of good news information that, yeah. that that mainstream media does not cover. And yep. so I actually get on Twitter for a lot of my news that's not covered there because you can learn a lot more. Yeah. You can be more informed than what's just going on, like what you're seeing on the news. And so yeah. I'm not sure if there should be a ban per se. I don't know. I haven't thought about it yeah. that much. What do you think about that? I like, though, the idea of Twitter because what what I was getting to is that we have to find, like, I guess, channels of information that serve us. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, for Cherise, like, hey, Twitter has some really great information. Social media is big. We can't change that. Even news outlets, right? I think they have a place. Find the ones that give you what you need. Mm -hmm. And so I've loved just following certain people on social media that give me like really good information broken down to where I can understand it. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, there's something called like, medical kidnapping and it, there was a story down in Florida. It's a current event a little bit, but the, the news isn't covering that. I would have never known about it. And so I followed this particular individual and now I'm learning so much just about like child custody cases and how that works. Wow. So maybe if you are interested in staying up on current events, try to find people or channels that like, okay, I get this information. I feel good when I'm listening to them explain mm -hmm. this to me versus, oh, let me just turn on the TV and accept whatever they're showing, right, you know? Right, And I do think that news should, you know, of course, it's a current event. It's like everywhere. Yeah. But I do think that they should break it up and still put some positive stuff right. that's going on in there because there is positive things that going are going on, on in the world. Yeah. But then we're just seeing current event here and there <laughs> and there. Yes, it's important, but we need, we need to know the current event yeah. that's good as well. Yeah. And I want to say it's kind of like it's finding that ray of sunshine right. when, in like the storm. Exactly. But no. Sometimes if you just look at the news, because for a while I stopped watching certain channels because literally every report was like somebody was dead or yes. something happened. I was yes. like, this is too much. This is, does not make me feel good. Yeah. And so even um, if you do choose to watch the news or anything like that, like Cherie said, set limits and then choose what's important to you, mm -hmm. right? Um for example, it may not be helpful for you to follow the COVID numbers because maybe you have really bad health anxiety and watching all of the counties turn red just sends you out, right? Mm -hmm. Don't watch it. Follow it something else that helps you stay on top of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Nobody has to know everything. Exactly. Yeah, definitely, you know, limiting your intake and making a schedule that's good for you. Because I would say if you are a health conscious person and you're afraid of the COVID numbers, but you're continuously watching it, maybe do a checklist of, okay, today I'm going to check it in the morning mm. and then one more time during the day. And then that's it for today. Like setting limits on like hardcore limits on, okay, what am I going to intake? And then how am I going to make sure I'm not focused on this for the rest of the day? Yeah. I think, you know, once we allow ourselves to get into it once, like mm -hmm. at the start of our day, we kind of get consumed with it and want to yeah. keep checking. Right. And so really setting, okay, I'm going to look at it, you know, two times a day and then I'm going to like move on from this. I like that. And I think if there's anybody listening, because depending on where you live in the world, it could be affecting you differently, mm -hmm. right? And so I think both of us, we're in a group for clinicians, right? And someone just asked the question like, hey, our Afghan clinicians, like, how are you guys feeling, right? Or clinicians who are battling with COVID-19, do you guys need anything? Mm. Maybe it's important, I think, now to look for, like, support groups. And it doesn't have to be, like, in-person support groups, but just ways to connect. I think for so many people when COVID happened, depression and anxiety was really high, mm. partly because of the pandemic. But, two, our social connections were just mm. stripped away from us. Okay. And so... What do you think about maybe support groups to, with all of this stuff? I love support groups because with COVID, you know, that started the, the realm of isolation. Like yeah. we, we had to, we cannot be yep. around people for our own safety. And so 
now people are still very health conscious about it because it is still a thing it's flaring back up again and yeah. so there could be more isolation again you could feel like oh it was getting better mm-hmm. and like a kind of false sense of hope and now it's kind of taken away yeah. and so that yeah. can hit like a double That's double true. side of your emotions of you know I was hopeful, good about yeah, it hopeful, yeah. and now it's taken away and so you can going back into isolation and going back into working from home you can feel really alone and really right. like you have no one else around you and so support groups are really huge and I think connecting with people who experience the same emotions as you can help you process them instead of just sitting with them and feeling like you are the only one going through it because there's we're all going through it yeah yeah and I think the big thing with support groups is it's just that to offer support right it's not that hey I know everything on this topic and we're going to rehash it no it's just what do you need I get that you may be battling with something from this how can I help or how can I listen right and so I think if you want to get a lot of information, get information. But if you just need someone to kind of walk through this with you, right? Hopefully this podcast can do that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't feel comfortable in person, get a Zoom thing going. Or like mm-hmm. a, I think FaceTime has like the multi-user mm-hmm. yes. thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do a FaceTime call with a couple of you and your friends and just check in. How are you feeling? You know, do y'all need anything? Are you good? Are you safe? And even that, I think, can help us weather the storm of everything that's going on. I think so, too. And I think, you know... We're, we don't place a huge, you know, thing on mental health and getting mental health help. But I think if you can recognize, like you said, what you need and really, you know, look at yourself and say, okay, I am struggling right now yeah. or I really do need the support of others, that can help. Like accepting that part of you can help you reach out to other people yep. and get that help that you need. Yep. And I, this is not a shameless plug, but honestly, as a therapist or not, Therapy is so helpful, right? Because life is busy. I don't know if anybody else out there is busy, but my life is busy, okay? And having just like 50 minutes a week to be able to say, this is my time where I don't have to be on. I don't have to like show up for anybody. I can just talk about me and how I'm feeling. That is really, really powerful, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not because, oh, I'm depressed and I need to go to therapy or, oh, I'm going through a divorce. I'm going through this really bad thing. No, it doesn't have to be that. I just honestly think people need, at at minimum, an hour a week to themselves to just, how am I, what am I thinking like today? Am I all right? Like, let me tell you about my week. Right. Why do you think therapy is kind of not viewed as helpful? Because it's not essential for some people, you know? I know that in the black community, a lot of people are saying, why do you think a therapist is going to be helpful to tell you about your life when you know your life the best, right? And so they think that we're here to tell you what to do, to judge you, and to look at you and say, okay, you need to do this, Mm -hmm. this, and that to get better. But that is not what we do. Like you said, it doesn't have to be any huge issues going on. You don't have to have a mental health diagnosis. You can just come in and have this hour to relax, Mm -hmm. to express who you are, express what's going on for you, express your goals, express Mm -hmm. whatever's concerning you, and we're here to to listen not to judge take that all in and sit with you for that hour yep and how many of us have that in our regular life where it's non-biased exactly right, and non-judgmental someone yep. else has something to say right yep. and you might not want to hear it you might yeah. just want some somebody to validate you yeah. to hear you and to understand you mm-hmm. but a lot of the times if we're talking with friends or family they're going to give you their opinion yep. and what they think because they know you and they yep. want the best for you and they're not sure how to really just listen and validate yep yep don't let that be you, right? I think we're doing our part to try to get the message out there that mental health matters, right? And that therapy is for everybody. If you don't believe us, right, try it for yourself. Talk to someone who has gone to therapy. But if we're talking about current events, the reality is, as I said earlier, it's going to be a reoccurring thing. Whether we have the stuff going on in Afghanistan or COVID is gone or not gone, I think in general, we're going to be better able to function in this world and all that the world is going to bring. 
if we take time for ourselves, not just like getting food or water, but checking in with our emotional selves, right? Yes. I'm not saying that it's the um, culprit for everything, but how many times do you see people like flipping people off in the road or cutting people off or I'm angry, I'm fighting or all this violence? Mm-hmm. They need somebody to talk to, right? Clearly, they have something going on emotionally and mentally that they're not getting out. And so they've decided that this is how I'm going to express that. That's not okay. Yeah, and I think a lot of the times we think that our mental health is like the last thing that we need to pay attention to because it is something that we can put off, right? We don't really notice the effects because if you're not in tune with your emotions or or what you're feeling on a daily basis, it's like, oh, I don't Mm -hmm. need to pay attention to that right now. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Like, you tell yourself it's fine. People ask you, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you downplay it. And so when things, you know, really come up like COVID Mm -hmm. and you're downplaying that, I think when you start to go back to the office or when you start to come out of, when we come out of COVID, that's going to catch up with you if you never really process it. Part. It catches up with you. And it's going to be harder yep. to deal with that stuff plus everything else that's going yep. on in our new normal or whatever exactly. it might be than to process it now while you're going through it. Yep. And that's why I love that she said catches up with you because I've heard before where people will say, like, I don't know what happened. They were fine. No, no. they weren't. They weren't really no. fine. <laughs> it's just we get programmed to say, oh, I'm fine or I'm good. Nobody was checking in to say, I just need to make sure that I'm feeling okay. So I think that's the big thing. Don't let that be you, right? Talking to myself, right? I'm not telling you guys anything I wouldn't tell me. Don't wait until you boil over and like everything starts just flying off the walls. No, can I just talk? I need to find somebody to talk to. People offer teletherapy now, right? From your phone, from your computer, if you don't want to go in. I've had so many people call me, Gabrielle, COVID is high. I'm not coming in fine there's an option for that right there are HIPAA compliant platforms all of your information is secure don't assume that you or anybody else is fine exactly just like y'all are catching up on current events in the news y'all need to catch up on yourself please and figure out what's current and you figure out what's current in your emotions and so I made a post on Instagram on the um, in session podcast Instagram of healthy mental health habits because Mm. we often don't think about what our habits are to stay healthy so I can ask you right now what are some habits that you're doing for your physical health to stay healthy we're going to say getting good sleep exercising eating a well-balanced diet etc we can list them off right but if I ask you what are you doing for your mental health to stay healthy what are you doing right you need to know these things that you can maintain and if you don't know what to do therapy is a good option to come and to figure out with your therapist hey what do I need to do to make sure I'm checking off the boxes that I'm staying healthy that I'm not unloading my emotions unhealthy yeah unhealthy ways I think this is great this is this is a great point for them to know so for you mental health wise how do you know when you're reaching a point like I'm about to I'm about to blow okay so for me this is just recent actually I I get in these spells of being depressed or being really down and being really unmotivated and it's not that I'm hard on myself but I think when I have a lot going on it makes it harder to be motivated to do my healthy habits got it so for example I like to work out but yesterday I recognized hey it's a good time to go to the gym I don't have much going on Mm -hmm. but I got home and I was like wow I'm really tired Mm -hmm. and so instead of beating myself up I was like I'm just going to take this nap and see how I feel afterwards because in the past I've beat myself up and said oh you should have went like you're lazy right and that doesn't motivate you and so I recognize when I'm getting to these low points and I I treat myself with kindness yeah but I also tell myself okay you know evaluate the day and how Mm -hmm. can you do differently next time so that you know you can have a better outcome I love that I love that For me, I think the first thing that goes, which I I wouldn't say I'm a super patient person anyway. I mean, I'm not impatient, but I'm not like this Mother (laughs) Teresa of patience. No, that's not me. However, when things get to a point where it's about to break, patience is non-existence. Patience where? It's not here. Okay. (laughs) And so my stress gets really high. When When my stress is high, 
there is no patience and I am irritable, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm much quicker to snap. The fuse is like immediately lit, right? Mm-hmm. And so naturally I'm just not able to take anything else being poured in my bucket or put on my plate, right? right. So Sharice knows I need to treat myself with some more kindness. I need to extend a little bit more grace. For me, I have to like push pause and I have to decompress. If I don't get the stress out, whether that's if, if it's like monetary, maybe going to get a massage or something like that. Otherwise, doing something where I have a mental pause, where maybe I spend time by myself and I, you know, get a good nap or I eat something really well. Maybe I journal, listen to, you know, something uplifting. I got to do something to get the stress out. Right. Because if I just keep going, I stay stressed, yes. which means I stay snappy. And that's not good. Yeah, that's not good, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so we recognize that we have to do something, right? We're not avoiding. I think a lot of us Love go it. to avoidance, yeah. right? If we avoid it, if we push it down, hey, it doesn't exist. And I don't mm-hmm. have to do anything about it. Don't have to do nope. anything extra. And so for me, if it gets really bad, I am I know that I'm avoiding. And then I know that I'm feeling bad because I am avoiding. And so Got I it. cannot avoid because if I'm doing the behaviors that I know are going to make me feel better, I'm not avoiding. I'm engaging in life yeah and I feel better eventually right off right off the bat it might not feel like you want to do these things it might be yep. really hard to get yourself motivated but once exactly. you get started it feels better than avoidance in the yep. long term yep and so that's what we need to do right because current events they're here you're t- listening to two people who are licensed mental health professionals and we're telling you that we have to do the work right mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we're not just staying up with current events but we're staying current with how we're feeling and so today even after my last session, I'm doing some de-stressing this weekend. I've got to do it. I've had a really stressful past two weeks. I'm about to I'm about to tip over, right? So this weekend, I'm going to be de-stressing. You know, and she's going to hold me accountable. Yes. She's going to be like, Gabrielle, <laughs> did you do it? Because it's important, guys. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's the final takeaway, Sharice? Final takeaway is, I think, for this episode... Stay current on current events. Be informed, but don't overindulge. Don't feel like you're, you know, extra stressed out watching watching the news. But yes. also, be current on yourself. Be Please. current in what's going on for you. What's your emotional experience? How can I get these emotions out in a healthy way so that they're not overflowing onto other people yep. and they're not damaging me? Boom. Mic drop, guys. That's it. That's why we're here. That's your current events and staying current with yourself. I love it. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode, and we'll be back with more. Bye. Thank you.